Welcome to another episode of the Build Better Brands podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Danielle Clark. Today, I'm joined by Rianne Fatinikun, who is founder of Black Girls Hike. Um, I've been following her for a while on Instagram, um, and I'm a big fan of everything that she's doing. Um, and I thought, yeah, let's get Rianne on to talk about how things have been going and, and where uh, Black Girls Hike is going to go in the future. So welcome to the show, Rianne. Hello, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I just, I suppose for me, you know, the great outdoors, it is for everybody, mm-hmm. but it should be. Um, but that's not necessarily how it always feels for, for people like you and myself. Um, so, I mean, what, what's what been your experience with kind of going outside and, and exploring? Is Is that why Black Girls Hike came about? No, actually. So the idea behind Black Girls Hike was just me creating a space because I wanted to do something as like something for my well-being, like just to take up like a new hobby kind of thing. But then I'd always been like involved in community and stuff. And that's obviously why it's called Black Girls Hike. But kind of that kind of exploration into the countryside and stuff, it's never really been something that I've that I've done because I think I've always grown up. I've always lived quite close to the countryside, but I was one of them people that really didn't appreciate it. And I always wanted to like live in a city. And like whenever you went to the city and like drove back to your town and you just saw like all the rolling hills and stuff, you was just like, this is horrible. So it's just kind of like, as I've got older, I kind of like appreciated it more. Okay. Okay. So you founded it in 2019, is that right? Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's, I've been reading up and... I was looking at the term CIC, the mm-hmm. company's a CIC. Explain that to me. So it's that means it's a community interest company. So it's a non-profit. So we don't make um, any kind of profit from it. Everything that we make just goes back into the organisation so that we can kind of like subsidise activities and just put, help reach more people, really. Okay. So, I mean, was this your, was this always in your plan? to things that you wanted to do no not at all (laughs) it it wasn't at all so basically I set up the group because I was like I want to do something worthwhile with my well with my time and for my well-being and I was like I'm not going on meetup because you have to pay for the meetup app it's I think it was like 7.99 a month I was like I just do it on Instagram I was literally just on this train like going through the Peak District and that was why I decided that I was going to take up hiking and it was just supposed to be like a really small like social group um, and just like an opportunity for me to get out, explore and like meet new people. But then because it was on Instagram, it just grew. And then like more people started hearing about it. And then we just got like m- so much more demand. So it, yeah, it kind of like I was forced to kind of grow it. It wasn't like the initial plan. Uh, okay. I mean, you're at quite a few followers now on Instagram around 16k mm-hmm. um how's you know how's that been how does that feel if this was just intended to be you know a a, a cheaper version of meetup and now you're ultimately a company oh it's it's a bit surreal actually because I never expected it to take off the way it did and never thought we would be doing the stuff that that we do now um I don't know 
Ask me that question again, actually. <laughs> I was saying, you know, with your initial thought, you know, when you were sat on that train going through the Peak District and you thought, right, I'm going to I'm gonna start a social group mm-hmm. and I'm doing it. You know, you talked about it being for your, for your well-being and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that a bit more in a bit. But now it's become an organisation, you know, a company, mm-hmm. you know, you're winning awards, mm-hmm. you've got 16,000 followers okay. on Instagram, like, what's going on? Like... <laughs> It's pretty awesome. It is. It is. I, I suppose that like the idea that I had was an idea that a lot of people shared and something that a lot of other people wanted to do, but they just hadn't had the opportunity or maybe like the inspiration to do it before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Um, you know, going going on walks and going exploring you know it's you don't often see people that look like us in that setting and and it's like with anything if you if you don't see yourself visible in a space it's a lot harder for you to imagine yourself doing it you know we talk about representation and having role models and idols and and especially as kids you know you you look you look up to people and and you get inspired but it's always easier if people that doing the things that you're interested in look like you. It's, it always makes things easier and more accessible. So, um, yeah, I think I think what you're doing is amazing. And uh, eventually, at some point, I'm going to come on one of one of the hikes. I'm going to make it happen. Um, so obviously, you touched on well-being, and that's something that's really important to me as well. Um, why is that important? important to you why why do you think it needs to be um accessible because is well-being not the most important thing like we need to be able to kind of like pour into ourselves i think so many people are just like pouring from an empty cup and running on empty because we live in like this society where it's all about productivity and productivity you always feel like you have to be doing something and one of the things one of the things behind black girls hike and now I've kind of like read a bit more and like I found this term and I was like that is that is it I was reading this article about productivity anxiety and how we're always feeling stressed that we should always be doing something so like I went to uni and like dropped out of uni like three times just never really enjoyed it and like I worked in the civil service and I was like um doing like volunteering part-time so I could like kind of get into community work but I was always really conscious that I wasn't doing enough and I wasn't getting to where I wanted to be in life fast enough and I wasn't reaching certain milestones of ages and stuff and I feel like that was one of the reasons why I decided to start Black Girls Hike because I was like I want to do something where I feel like I am using my time wisely for my well-being and I don't and I'm, it, when I go out hiking, I'm not thinking, oh my goodness, I should be doing something else. You know what I mean? It's like you sit down to watch Netflix and you're like thinking about your to-do list. Whereas when yeah. you go out, you're kind of like, this is like, it's a justified activity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's so true. It is true. It's like when I'm when I'm at work, I'm often feeling guilty about, okay, actually, I should probably be taking a rest or... I need to text my friend back and arrange to go somewhere. And then when I'm relaxing, I'm thinking, actually, I should probably be doing some work. And it's, there's always, your mind's always kind of somewhere else. And um, I love 
I love hiking. I love going to the Lake District. I live in Derbyshire, so I'm not a million miles away from the Peak District. And there is something very... Um, it's almost like hitting a reset button, isn't it? When you're out and you've got those views and and you feel kind of small and and kind of you you realize that you're a part of everything that you can see. You're a part of you know nature and the world, and it is quite. Um, I find it quite grounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the things I was going to ask you, and if we can't talk about it, then we can edit it out. It's fine. But Black Girls Hike rebrand, can we talk about that? Yeah, we can. <laughs> well, it's it's been a struggle. So we okay. can talk about the struggle that's been the rebrand. Okay. So basically, like when I started the group, it wasn't supposed to be a brand. It yeah. was just, that was just the name of the group. And then it just became a brand by itself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I remember like the first year we've been running for about six months and we decided to do Snowden and someone said oh it'd be really good if we've got some medals made if we've got a logo and I was like no no I've got a logo <laughs> and so and then I then I ended up just downloading Fiverr and just like creating just like some random logo it literally probably cost like five pound yeah that was just kind of like the logo we had because it wasn't supposed to be any, anything official and we just needed it for those medals and we weren't going to use it anywhere else so that was it really but then that's kind of become the logo that everybody uses and associates with us and I just think now when I look at it it's just so basic Um, and it's needed to be updated for ages like we needed to update our website and that kind of stuff but Mm. it was just and we're just about getting staff for BGH so it was me just running it by myself because I used to work full-time as well and so now that we're kind of becoming all formal we need to be want it to look more official and sophisticated yeah. and like just be more on brand with like what we're actually doing because I want us to be able to like move into other kind of services as well in the future so just want oh. it to be something that's a bit more you know like adaptable yeah um, so we uh, so we tried um a rebrand yeah. an organization reached out to us and said basically they'd like to offer us like a discounted rebrand because they really believe in what we're doing um so we started going through the process with them and what I found really really difficult is like we'd have these calls with them and they'd be asking me questions about what I wanted and what I thought about this and what I thought about that and because I was completely new to me and I've got no comparison I've never done like a rebrand yeah just like you just don't know what you don't know so I just have like I didn't even really know what information they were trying to tease out of me yeah (laughs) I'm just like what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) and so that was like every day is such a school day with black girls hike so that was one of the things that I found difficult and then the stuff that they was coming back with it just like it it, yeah it was just I wasn't getting like a great feeling about it Mm. but then I was wondering now is that because I wasn't communicating what I wanted well enough or was that because they didn't really get it so they were it was an all-white organization and I feel like I should just add that for context okay they just yeah I just felt like there was just no sauce in anything that they came back with you know what I mean like they just didn't... we need some sauce you know what I mean I know what you mean okay um, and that was the thing I was like really struggling to give feedback in the end because how can you just kind of feed that back that it's just yeah not popping, babe. yeah I th- that's really interesting and I think 
this is a thing this you you hit on a really good point there Rianne in that actually it's when you're working with a designer or someone that works in brand it's so important that you are aligned and and what I mean by that is like it's really important that they that they care about your mission and what it is that you're trying to achieve just as much as you do you know Mm. they have to be on board with that they have to be on board with the change that you you're seeking to make in the world and they have to they have to really embed themselves Mm. in your brand and understand your values and and what it really means to you in order to really you know the brand is 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 it's an extension of you because it's your it's your idea it's your baby it's something that you've kind of created and has grown organically so they've got to they've got to really get to know you and this is why relationship building is so important and then understand you know what it is that black girls hike are seeking to do and and that sort of stuff takes time um and it's all about asking the right sort of questions as well um it's the way I see it's our job as branding experts as designers to be able to to get the right information out of clients by asking the right questions um Mm -hmm. but yeah that's my that's my two pence (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and then we used someone else as well but we've just um that like that didn't go very well so now we're like back to square one um okay we're back to square one with that well I have had an idea that what we might do is because I saw someone doing it recently on social media where they just put out to the followers and said we're doing a um, a logo competition and people send in the designs yeah and um, because like we've got like a massive network now and I think yeah. that a lot of our followers obviously very very skilled and creative we've got that source but like I'm sure that they have followed us for long enough that they really understand black girls height do you yeah. know what I mean yeah I'm excited to see that Look out for that on Instagram. Yeah. Cool. So one of the things you touched on was that you were working full time while this kind of happened. Yeah. What's, what are you, what were you doing and what are you doing now? Is that, you know, is this a full time thing? What's, tell us. So when I first started the group, I worked in the civil service. I worked for the DWP um, for universal credit. Um, and obviously that's just not the best place in the world (laughs) and that was one of the other reasons why I really like needed the group at the time because like it's trapped in an office with all these like middle-aged like oh I don't want to say bigoted but quite a lot of people Mm. and it's just it's draining isn't it yeah and then at, at the weekend you just need that like outlet but then you really need to be able to just be around people that you identify with as well because when you are in environments that are not necessarily safe spaces, that's also work I class it as. So yeah, I was like, this is why we need this kind of space where people can just, you know, be themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I think sometimes people get that twisted that there's something wrong with that. But the way I see it is when we naturally gravitate towards people that are similar to us that have the same sort of it, sorts of interests you know similar sense of humor you know that just understand us it's 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 kinship yeah. and there's there's nothing wrong with with wanting to be around people that are similar to you i think i think where the issue is is when people um don't want to be around people that 
aren't similar that's where that's where the issue um comes about and I think people get that confused um in the way that you know I play hockey um and I absolutely love spending time with my hockey team because we're very similar we have a common interest we get on and it's enjoyable and it's enriching um so yeah I I totally hear you um I think yeah being outdoors it's it's really important and it's something that I try and do more and more now um are there any other sports that you do that you're interested in apart from hiking no I've had a gym membership (laughs) for well over a year now that I've not used yet but when I was younger I know it's terrible (laughs) when I was younger I used to be really into like I was very athletic so I used to do like cross-country rounders netball and um, I love rounders I have yeah. a rounders kit and it's just one of them things where like when you take it somewhere everyone's like oh rounders. yeah everyone <laughs> loves rounders everyone gets into it it's such an elite game <laughs> and, and I just think as well netball is so overrated like <laughs> rounders needs to be like a national <laughs> thing so I've actually been thinking about um trying to join a rounders team Okay. Um, especially in the summer I think it'd be nice yeah like summer evenings playing rounders yeah that sounds nice doesn't it again I'm I'm biased because I play hockey oh, I've got a hockey you? game tonight yeah summer league yeah. I but, actually um, I actually play more hockey in the summer than I do in the winter ironically even though it's a winter sport oh is it yeah yeah um okay so um what are the plans then, apart from the rebrand, <laughs> which is ongoing? Uh, what are the plans for Black Girls Hike? I mean, things, you're getting a, a lot of attention. You're you're writing a column now for, remind, remind me who you're writing a column for? Oh, we had a column in The Stylist last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've won some awards. You've won the uh, Geographical Awards. Um yeah honoring geographical excellence what was what was that all about so that was because we've been encouraging people to get into the outdoors and that's all like geography and so it's related I was quite surprised actually (laughs) to get a royal geographical award (laughs) and we've got we've got some like fancy award ceremony that we're going to go to um in June nice where's that to um at the royal geographical center in in London oh wow so yeah, and we'll get presented, and it'll be like a royal one of the royal family that gives us the award. I think. That's mega. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going, and I'm taking my sister and one of our board members, and we're actually it's like a physical award because we've won like a couple of random things, you know, just like online kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. But it's nice to actually have something. Oh yeah, it's never the same when you win when you win an award and it's like a digital certificate. Like you want a real thing that you can put on your mantelpiece or your shelf or whatever don't you yeah um so what do you think is there a common thing that people kind of get wrong within your industry that you kind of wish people would stop doing or assuming stop doing or assuming yeah that we don't go outdoors or that we don't you know, that we don't enjoy the outdoors. Like, they don't even market the outdoors to us like, oh, they could never be a customer kind of thing. But that's obviously not the reason. There's loads of different reasons why we've been excluded from the outdoors. And it's all different ways that, like, systemic racism just manifests and creates those 
what we like to call invisible barriers. Mm. I love the way they like um, rephrase everything now and make it all nicey nice. They're like, oh, unconscious, unconscious bias. I'm like, you're yeah. racist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, sorry, I can't remember where I was going with that. I was just saying, uh, I was talking about black girls hiking any, you know, misconceptions that there are that you, you know, obviously you, initially you started this because you wanted to get outdoors mm-hmm. and be around people that you can relate to but mm-hmm. actually it's become much much bigger than that now um yeah. and i was just sort of saying you know what is it what is it that you want the 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 company to to change in the world now i want us to challenge stereotypes of who the outdoors is actually for because the outdoors is for everybody so i want it to make it more accessible you know more inclusive mm-hmm. create kind of an environment where our community feel like they can really thrive and develop and just experience all the benefits of the outdoors when we've been like historically excluded from it but when you think about like the historical exclusion like we are actually from nature and I think it's just over time the way you know it's manifested the racism and etc we've been like excluded from it that way so like the Mm -hmm. ties that we had have been severed over time it's all about just kind of like having that reconnecting more than anything rather than connecting because it's actually it's in us so that's why you say when you say oh when I'm outside I feel grounded mm. because it's, it's already in you that's why yeah I do and I just I remember um because I I mean it's something that I really want to change this month um in that I'm not a very strong swimmer and I've never been particularly confident swimming and going to the pool for various reasons. Um, and I went on holiday. We went to um, Rhodes and we went on um, one of those boat tours. It wasn't a boozy one. It was just a chilled one. And there were people jumping off and snorkeling. I was like, no, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> Some babe. I was like, I'm not getting in. And they kept encouraging me and I was like, no, I'll be fine. I'll just stay here. And then they moved the boat closer um, to the shore. They were like, so, so lovely, so patient. Gave me a life jacket. Once I was in the water, my gosh, they could not get me out. (laughs) And I was just like, I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like, this feels so natural. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just had the best day ever. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're in the sea so you float even more yeah yeah I did it was it was amazing um yeah a- amazing time um but yeah hopefully this year well this month I can I want to have some lessons and um I just want to get more confident mm-hmm. it's definitely worthwhile being able to swim I'm actually quite surprised by the amount of people that can't swim because yeah. I remember when I grew up it was just something that everyone did at school you just went swimming didn't you and so I always just assume that most people could swim, but I've seen some really shocking stats recently. Um, so, yeah, but it is always one of them things that, you know, skill is empowering no matter what skill you have. So it's always worthwhile. Yeah. I did see that you did some outdoor swimming recently. On holiday. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, your Instagram, I can't, I can't tell where you're going to be from one day to the next because you're all over the place. I know. <laughs> Where were you most recently? I went to Cape Verde last week. Okay. How was that? 
that was lovely actually i did some surfing some zip lining did an island tour went in like this salt lake where you just literally like i think it's 27 times saltier than the sea so you just float wow um and yeah it was just nice it's like it's just an island off the west coast of africa so like the sun's proper beating down but you can't feel it because it's a bit windy oh it's, it's lovely you know it's nice nice <laughs> It sounds good. Did you? I mean, I'm assuming you went hiking. I didn't actually. You didn't. Okay. Yeah. So, but I feel like the surfing and the zip lining that was, and I was on the beach all day, you know, outside. Okay, fair enough. So, I mean, in terms of hiking and events, um, you know, what's next? Well, we are. So this year we're going to Madeira. Woo! Doing, um, our first international black girls hike trip. And that's in August, and that's for, like, nine days. We've got, like, a really cool itinerary, staying in a nice hotel. And then we've just finalised a trip to the Italian Alps next year. It's, like, a week-long empowerment week that I've not advertised yet. So I'm hoping that by the time this comes out, it's advertised because I'm so behind with everything at the moment. But, yeah, so that's going to be happening. And that's in partnership with another outdoor group. Yeah. Um, So looking forward to that. And we are doing some activity weekenders. We've got a weekend coming up in Dartmoor, one in the Lake District, one in Scotland. Um, I've got like loads of just loads of new projects lined up, and we're going to be delivering like more youth programs, working with like some older people this year. We're doing a Windrush project where we like talk to people that have kind of like lived in the Caribbean and lived in the UK and what their relationship is like been like with nature. Um, and that's in partnership with like another organization um so they're going to be doing some like workshops and then we're going to be asking them like what they want to see in nature kind of thing and kind of like curating some events for them so i'm really looking forward to that um yeah we've just got loads of really cool stuff lined up and i'm really excited because everything just feels like it's falling into place because it started off as like a just like a hobby and it was just like a meetup group and then it's just become like an official organization i feel like i've been playing catch up because there's so much has been happening that i've not been able to keep up with in terms of just the way it's grown and not having like the expertise and the skills to be able to like really push it but now we're like getting all of that on board so everything's falling into place and we're kind of it's really going to where i want it to go so at the moment we're in um like we're going through the accreditation process to become a training provider so, like, we're going to be delivering, like, hill skills and mountain skills um, to people. And we're also becoming um, a paddle club with British Canoeing. So we'll be able to, we'll have, like, paddle sport instructors soon. Um, we're also working on, like, a six-month intense, like, um, traineeship to get people trained in those, like, disciplines. And then at the end of it, they'll be, like, guaranteed a job with us. And that's actually going to be, like, a residential scheme that we're working on. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, and, yeah, just kind of, like, increasing representation in all aspects of the outdoors. Because it's not just important to our community. It's important for other people to, to see us represented in positive roles all the time. Do you know what I mean? When you do say, when they talk about representation matters and you see loads of like more and more diverse people on the tv a lot of the time i feel like it's it's never really that positive um so it's just all about creating new positive role models if you know what i mean i remember the first time i had 
an outdoor instructor that was black and I just couldn't really believe it because when he walked in to do the um, first aid course I just obviously didn't think that this is the instructor I'm still waiting for someone else to come in like where's the instructor and then I was just like and after that I told loads of people that I had this black instructor you know and it shouldn't that shouldn't be like a a thing that's not that's unusual um so yeah I'm definitely hoping to change that and one of the things that because while we're planning this scheme so like this intense like fast track scheme in the run-up to that we're going to be like advertising promoting it and we're going to be going out to schools and trying to like sell it as like a career kind of thing so I'm really looking forward to being able to you know inspire people and be like do you know what this could be something that you've never thought about but you absolutely love like trust me honestly I wouldn't lie to you (laughs) amazing I can see how excited you are because as you've been talking you've just been smiling loads (laughs) yeah I am really excited about it I love it it. um I mean I'm guessing you've got a team now it's not just you no it's not just me so so last year we got a business development manager and she came in and started working part-time and just started getting us funding pots so that we could afford to hire other helpers. And now this week we're like um, inducting like three official members of staff. So we've got someone that's going to be building our membership scheme. So that's going to be like a tiered thing. And that's going to be like, that's quite a big deal, hopefully, if it takes off. Then we've got someone going to be doing our comms and social media um, giving us all the push that we need there and then someone working on our events and running our like training as well our training programs that for our volunteers so it's just gonna we're gonna have like a lot more structure and um, also getting a volunteer manager as well because at the moment we've just we've got like just over 20 volunteers now so it's yeah and we've got a board as well and do you know what <laughs> it's funny because I feel like I don't even know everyone anymore (laughs) you need to do a meetup yeah so we've got that planned as well so the last weekend in July we've got um like a BGH team weekend booked in Wales and that's going to be a chance for everybody to meet and connect we're going to do some training some team building and like just some like fun activities as well um so that sounds awesome yeah I want to be, I want to, I want to come. Wales, I love Wales. Oh, it's nice Wales. <laughs> it's, we've booked it at the same place that we've just done our a wellness weekend there. Um, so, so yeah, I'm looking forward to going back. Awesome. I recently went to Pembrokeshire. Oh, incredible. Looks incredible. I've not been there. Are we oh, really it's underrated. Like the views were just absolutely breathtaking. The water was so clear we walked for about five hours along part of the the Pembrokeshire coast. We saw um, we saw seals and puffins, and yeah, highly recommend it. Honestly, UK yeah. is so beautiful. This is a thing. So, but you know, when you was younger and you just wanted to go abroad, yeah, that's like what it was like for me growing <laughs> up in the countryside. And now I'm like, oh, let's go to Scotland yeah. <laughs> on holiday. Yeah. No, I'm I'm actually going to be doing that as well. Um, hopefully June, July, um, mm. um, starting in Inverness and then going up and then back down the west coast of Scotland. Um, yeah. So um, I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to do a road trip. So are you doing it in a camper van? How a motor motorhome. Oh, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> 
Have you been to Scotland? I have been to Scotland, but not enough times. Definitely not enough okay. times. Yeah. You'll have to let me know, um, you know, any any top places that, that I need to check off. Not yeah. now. Email me. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even be able to give you that much advice in, in terms of that. But I really, really want to do um, like a canoe camp on the islands at the top of Scotland. Yeah. I watched um, a YouTube video and it just looked it looked amazing it's called last wilderness of scotland oh i think i think we we started watching that and then we ended up watching another one um but yeah lots to explore mm-hmm. so you've got a very action-packed few months rest of the year um what what apart from going on holiday what else are you doing to relax because it sounds pretty full-on I've got myself a PA. <laughs> and honestly, well done. I, I had a meeting. I had like the first proper meeting with her today. She said to me, about 300 emails in your inbox. I said, I know, please just get rid of them. <laughs> so I feel like now, like I said, everything's falling into place. It's getting to the point where I can like actually make time. So like I can have the, I can afford to have a PA now to like free up some of my time. Like, the traveling, that is what I like to do now. Like I've literally, I've been looking through my calendar every few days and being like, I've got five days anywhere. I could just go somewhere in Europe. Um, so that's going to be like my pour into myself. But yeah, I'm going to get a PA. And then once things are like back on track, I'm going to get a therapist. I'm going to get myself a mentor. And then I want to kind of like take up maybe like a new hobby. I wanted to um, apply to be a magistrate for a long time. Um, that something. is so random. I was not expecting you to say that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, I will. Yeah, wanted to be a magistrate for ages because I've always like done community work. I used yeah. to be a union rep when I was in the civil service, and I was going to apply a few years ago, but I was just thinking that something that I'd quite like to do. Um, we are overrepresented in the obviously criminal in the criminal justice system, yeah. and underrepresented in the places that matter. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of people don't realise how easy it is to get into those roles because they're just lay people and they're just volunteers do you know what I mean and we could be making such a big difference being there um wow um, and yeah that's like it's like my kind of thing that amazing <laughs> let's hope you can find all the time to do it all I'm sure you will especially now you've got a PA I'm hoping so I'm hoping so mm. so when you when you go out and about walking do you take books with you are you reading anything at the moment well I was reading one or two things on holiday um I listened to an audio book yeah um while I was on holiday last year and I was like oh that was a really really brilliant audio book like I couldn't get enough of it but they're just really different this is the thing the thing is with anything it's just so hard to find something you can get into and that's yeah. what I struggle with like I'm literally looking at all the books I've got now I've been like I've not even read. Can't get into them. Before. Can you remember what the audio book was? Was it any good? Yeah, it was called A Girl, A Woman Is No Man. Um, okay. And it was really interesting. It was about, um, it was like, like a cultural book. Um, right. So it was about like this girl who was from Palestine who'd like gone to America in like a an arranged marriage when she was really young and like she didn't really like have many freedoms kind of thing and it was just really interesting because what was the most interesting thing about it was just 
I was on holiday at the time in Colombia by myself, went there on like a seven week holiday, literally like sat on the back of a motor taxi, listening to this book about this girl who just had like no freedom and just thinking about, wow, like the, the contrast in our lives. Do you know what I mean? Wow. And like just feeling like really privileged to like be where I was. And it was just a really riveting listen. If you, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Woman is no man. The, 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 the main character was called Ezra. Okay. Um, yeah. A Woman is No Man by Etaf Rum? I think so. That's what I found. Yeah, that sounds deep. Was. And what, and what a contrast. Yeah, what a contrast. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. I so, hope someone listens to it and likes it. Yeah. Um... Is there something that you wished I'd asked that I haven't yet asked you? I don't think so, no. Yeah? No, I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. I always like to check because sometimes, you know, you could be sat there thinking, oh, I really want to talk about this, but she's not asked me. I know, but I know that afterwards I'll be like, oh, I should have told you that we was doing that and this and this and... <laughs> but... No. Okay, that's all good. So, um, where can our listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram, being unserious on my stories, um, <laughs> Rianne's World, or you can follow Black Girls Hike on Instagram, which is bgh underscore UK. I'll give you our website, but we're still rebranding it, so it's very, very basic. Um, actually yeah follow us now and then you can see the glow up so that's bghuk.com follow Um, them now and you can see the glow up i like that yeah follow us now we're on um facebook as well ukb like black girls hike you'll be able to find us we've got a verified facebook page instagram won't give us one i was gonna say blue tick need a blue tick awesome well, thank you so much for coming and talking to me. I really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, enjoy enjoy your adventures and all the all the amazing things that are happening with Black Girls Hike. I'll be following. And yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what happens. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. <laughs>